For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. in third and final hour of the program here on Tuesday morning and you can call in and chime in 508-996-0500 you can also send in app chat messages via the WBSM app you can also record open line voicemails and send them in that way as well and um, I do want to say there was a lot of interesting discussion that I missed out on while I was while I was out. There were a lot of things that as I was reading about and hearing about it, I said, oh man, I wish I was on the air today. But one thing that I didn't get to talk about, and maybe you don't have a, a hot take on this. Maybe you don't have an opinion on this. But I was surprised by just how many people put their faith in that damn groundhog. You heard Ceci Del Carmen give you the forecast. Right now the temperatures are seasonable. We're going to have uh, a warm-up this weekend with partly cloudy skies and temps into the 50s. Then it'll go back to normal again, but it's been such a weird weather pattern, and I'm not even going to get into climate change and all of that stuff, okay? Climate change is real. The world is not going to boil up and die in the next five years. You know, it's the truth is somewhere in the middle of all of that. But I don't think people understand the groundhog thing is not really intended to be an accurate depiction. I, 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 I don't know the specifics. I've never gone into a deep dive and looked at all the research. But I'm going to guess that more often than not, whatever the groundhog thinks is supposed to happen doesn't happen. But that doesn't mean you can't still have a fun tradition with it anyway. But I saw people that were like making plans based on the fact that Punxsutawney Phil did not see a shadow. Oh, good, I can do that. I'm going on this vacation now earlier. Whatever. Don't base what you're doing on, on this stupid groundhog. 
And I never really understood the whole prediction aspect of it anyway. Oh, well, you know, the groundhog didn't see a shadow. We're going to get six more weeks of winter. Or the groundhog did see a shadow. We're going to get six more weeks of winter. You have six more weeks of winter anyway. You have six more weeks of winter anyway. Winter goes until the equinox. The groundhog can't control the equinox. And again, most people understand it's all in good fun. But there were people who were seriously wrapped up in what this prediction was going to be. And you know how it goes here in New England. We could have early spring. And then you could get a snowstorm in May. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Groundhog Day is a farce, people. <laughs> it's a farce. It's, it's a fun day for kids. It's a, it, it, I don't see the fun in it because the weather's going to do what it's going to do. You just pointed it out perfectly. The weather's going to do what it's going to do. It's got nothing to do with whether Phil sees his shadow in Punxsutawney. People actually line up at like 2 a.m. in the morning to, to pull this thing out of, out of the stump. We have better things to do. Really, we have much better things to do. By the way, I do have a statistic. There's a 37% accuracy rate with the groundhog. <laughs> well, that the, 37% people. That puts them up there with a lot of uh, quality meteorologists. So, uh, well, I wouldn't. I won't go there. I'm just saying, I, I would not have faith in something that's 37% accurate. At least not as much faith as we look around at. Sure. So I just wanted to put all in perspective for you, Tim, and for the listeners. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. And, uh, you know, th there's there's a lot of um, silly traditions that we we keep going. There's a lot of things that we can celebrate and, and have fun. But, like, like Bob points out there, 37% accuracy rate. Come on. Does that mean that I still didn't go and look on social media when I woke up? and checked anyway? Of course I did. When I was a kid, I had never seen a groundhog in my life. I'd never seen one out in the wild. The only time I ever saw it on TV was when they pulled it out of that stump every year. Then I actually got a groundhog in my yard. Not that long ago, maybe about 10 years ago. And every day was Groundhog Day because every day I saw his fat little butt running across, digging holes in my yard, go out there and have to fill them, fill them in. Maybe that's why his name's Punxsutawney Phil because you got to fill in all the holes that he makes. But I would go around and fill them in. He lived under my shed. Everybody would say, why don't you just get some, some bait and... And trap it and kill it. No, I couldn't do that. But also, it really was Groundhog Day every day. That sucker never saw a shadow. Because he was out every single day. 508-996-0500. Good morning, you're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim, hi. 
Good. How are you? Dad. You know, uh, at 37%, uh, Holland, uh, the weather, he's actually uh, better at that than uh, Belichick was in the last season. So I think you uh, <laughs> can't, can't throw him out completely. <laughs> That's um, a good point. He had a, be- he had a better record than Belichick. But uh, I know I'm joking. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a party day for people down there. It's a reason to drink. But, you know, I'm sure that if we could come up with a day up here in uh, New Bedford, it would be a reason to drink, too, and uh, people would celebrate it and keep it going. So, St. Patrick's Day, you know? I mean, we really need to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I think it's it's kind of a party day, and, you know, it's just kind of part of the culture. Yeah, I mean, look at how much Cinco de Mayo has picked up as something people celebrate in recent years because so many restaurants have specials and parties and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you're right. It's become just another another day, another excuse to have have some fun. Yep, for sure. Well, uh, yeah, I hope you feel better. Just wanted to uh, let you know I just heard, I just heard about it today. So, uh, you know, uh, hope you're convalescing well and uh, we'll feel better on the other side. I appreciate that. Thank you. You bet. Have, Have a, a good, good day. One. Take it easy. And uh, if you want to call in and get involved in the discussion, 508-996-0500. And, you know, that's a great point. St. Patrick's Day is a great allegory to this because in other parts of the country, they don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day like we do here in Massachusetts and in New England. It's just not as big of a deal. Again, for a lot of places, it's it's one of those holidays where it's kind of for the kids. You know, it's for the for the elementary school kids to go and and uh, and color in their their shamrock picture and hang it up in the classroom. Or, you know, my favorite was always we would make the leprechaun. Do you remember when when we were school kids and they would get out? You knew. You knew you were doing a seriously fun project when they came out with the, I'm trying to think of what, what I think we called it Oak Tag. I don't know if that was the real term for it or if I'm remembering wrong, but it was, we called it Oak Tag. It was like this thicker paper and you would trace the, the cutout of the leprechaun's legs and arms and head and body and then you'd cut it out with your scissors. And then, you know, you would draw on it, decorate it, color it however you wanted to. And then the teacher would come around and she would punch those brass fasteners through. That you, you pushed it through and then it had the little two ends at the end that you would spread apart. And it would kind of fasten those body parts onto the leprechaun. And then you could make him move around and dance and everything. That was the best day. I would make a groundhog like that, but, you know, I don't think you have to have a whole bunch of moving parts for the groundhog. It's just a big lump. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, my friend. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I'm a groundhog baby, so I think it's just a lot of fun. Some people need to just relax about it. It's just, it's just a, something to get away from everything that's going on in life and just... You know, and to celebrate, and like the other caller said, a reason to drink or something like that. And I think it's a lot of fun. So I think some people overreact about it. But you also have to agree, it's you really shouldn't make your your uh, spring plans based on the groundhog's prediction. No, no, I would never do something like that. But it's just something fun and and get together with family, friends, or whatever, and 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 just enjoy the moment there with what's going on there. You know, some people just overreact sometimes. I think you know because they have nothing else to complain about. So you said that you like to you observe it and celebrate it. How do you how do you celebrate Groundhog Day? Well, actually, I did one year. I actually went down to Pennsylvania and did that. And oh. it, it was a fun experience, you know. And I enjoyed it because 
again, my B-Day is on that day, you know, and I enjoyed it and got together with uh, family and friends, and we just hung out and had, we had a good time, and then we came back home. No big deal, you know. If we have whatever, you know, the New England weather, you know, it could change in the minute, you know, so you never know what's going to happen, you know. But it's just something to enjoy, you know, and, and get away from everything else for, for one day, you know. Yeah, absolutely. When people say, you know, like, oh, my God, there's other things more to worry about, you know. For sure. Relax, you know, there's other things going on. We can we can take a break for one day, like anything else, like St. Paddy's Day or anything else, you know? Yeah, yeah. Take, you know, and it gives you something on the calendar to look forward to, and especially in your yeah, case, it's since, it's, is, you know? since it's your birthday. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. You know, it's just like it says, it's just, it's just another day. And it says, in New England, we, we never know what's going to happen, whether we get a little dose of spring, and then one, the next minute later, pow, we get a snowstorm, you know? So... <laughs> It's just something to enjoy. That's all it is. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for the call. Have a yeah, great day. Have a great day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you go down there and take part in it, you know, my dad always wanted to have us go down to New York for the Macy's parade. We never went, but he always said, you know, I, I really love one here if we all went down there and did that. Or if we went to Times Square for the New Year's Eve fireworks. It's, it's about having that experience. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. So, hey, um, the groundhog situation. Interesting. So, who could we rely on more, a groundhog or a politician? <laughs> I think uh, I think a groundhog being right 30% of the time is, is pretty good statistical odds. He should probably run for office. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm voting for the groundhog this year. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, this is the year to vote for him because he didn't see his shadow, so he's our hero if uh, if we get that early spring. Exactly, if we get that early spring. No, no, uh, no more snow, I'd love it, but we all know how New England is, like you said. We can get it in May. Absolutely. Yeah. Here, right? <laughs> all right. But I just wanted to say that this morning. Have a good, have a good one, Tim. Take it easy. And uh, phone lines are lit up. People want to sound off on the Groundhog, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Well, hi, Tim. Um, first of all, I want to say I can relate to your to your situation. I too am a um, former uh, patient of Doctor LaRock, the great Doctor LaRock. <laughs> um, I had robotic surgery um, for prostate cancer at um, Chelton Hospital, and he was so thorough and so good. But I can relate with you, especially after um, after the surgery and really pushing the envelope and trying to get back to work, I thought, well, this isn't going to be too hot. You know, I had a kind of an, uh, a manager, managerial job, so it wasn't very strenuous, but fatigue, fatigue, fatigue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wake up, you know, just like you say, you take a shower, you get, you, you pooped in the middle of that and you haven't gotten in your car yet. <laughs> I was not and, planning on that part, no. Yeah, that is a surprise, but it's good to hear that you don't have to have, I had 40, 40 doses of radiation following and then um, a, a long stretch of chemotherapy. See, and to me, and that's, that's, that's a real battle, having to, having to go through that. So, I mean, uh, it sounds like you're doing well now, though. I'm doing okay. Um, yeah, there's a, now I'm suffering from the um, um, s- symptoms of having the radiation. So I've had different things with this radiation damage internally that's causing issues. And I'm no longer, I can't, I'm not a candidate for any more radiation or chemo. So I'm actually currently on a a world global study um, 
via uh, Dana Faber in Boston for a um, a uh, medicine for my type of cancer um, that is um, total experimental. It just has names and numbers. It doesn't even have a, a really a title, and uh, it, it just started up. And, um, and, you know, it's quite interesting to participate, you know, but um, it's good that um, you're lucky that um, hopefully this is it for you. And you don't you, I thought I heard you say earlier that you don't have radiation or chemo in the plan. So that makes a big difference. That's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for that. But I hope everything works out for you. I hope that this uh, this treatment knocks it all out of you. Well, I hope so. You know, I, I always tell my friends, I say, you know, I don't think this is a battle I can win, but this is a battle I can fight as long as I can. And um, that's what I'm doing. Well, we wish you luck. Keep us updated. Oh, sure. Well, I listen to you an awful lot because I'm in this situation. So, <laughs> But uh, very good. But it sounds like you, you know, you certainly had the best doctor around. And we are so fortunate that we live where we live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, um, uh, just that the hospitals are top notch, but very good. Well, it's good to good to hear you sounding stronger. <laughs> well, thank you so much. You take care. I'm trying. You too. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, if you have never uh, encountered Doctor LaRock, one of the best doctors I've ever dealt with in my life, and uh, and great great bedside manner too. And um, I will say one thing I learned when I was in the hospital: I am the Number one radio show for people that can't get up and change the radio. So <laughs> I was telling them, I was like laying there in bed and be like, tell everybody to listen to WBSM. But, you know, when you're, when you're laying there in a hospital bed, it's the last thing you're thinking about. Let's take another call here before I got to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Not to get off, not to get off topic of the groundhog, but on the, I think it was BZ News last week on the second, also the February second. They had Quinton the quahog. Oh and yeah, apparently yeah. If 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 you open the quahog and it squirts to the right, it's going to be spring soon. And if it goes the other way, well, more snow, I guess. I, I mean, just thought I'd give I, my little tidbit there. Sounds just as reliable as a groundhog, doesn't it? I don't know what his oh, well, accuracy rate is, but I, you know, at least the, yeah. at least with the quahog, you get something delicious after you find I don't out. Think so. it's, I don't think it's been that long anyway, not like the, you know, the groundhog, but anyway, the, you know, the, the, they have that. Um, well, it's good to have you back. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great bye-bye. day. You too. Bye. And, uh, you know, that's, she, she brought up an interesting point, how long they've been doing the groundhog for. I think it's been like something like 138 years or whatever. And the people of, well, what's it, Gobbler's Knob, that's the actual village. The people there pretend like this is the same groundhog. Like every time they replace Punxsutawney Phil with another one, they just act like it's the same Punxsutawney Phil. So that's that's part of the the charm, I guess, for it, is we're supposed to believe it's the same groundhog all the time. See, if you wanted to have something that would last, use a turtle, a tortoise. They actually live for that period of time. I wanted to get one as a pet because I think, I think that they're really cool. And I was like, I'm going to get a Russian tortoise and, and keep it as a pet. And I was talking to somebody about it who knew a lot about them. And they said, well, how old are you? At the time, I was probably like 40. 
And they said, well, keep in mind, this turtle is going to outlive you. This tortoise, rather, is going to outlive you. And then you are saddling somebody else with taking care of that after you're gone. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about the fact that this thing's going to be around forever. So I... I think wisely decided not to not to get one. Anyway, I've got to take a break. Let me take that break, and then we can take some more calls. 508-996-05. Let me squeeze in a quick call here before we go into the newsroom with Phil. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, morning. Uh, good to hear you back. I uh, While you were talking about the groundhog, I looked up online. 1997, Puxatani Phil predicted an early spring. I was reminded in 1997 the other day of the National Weather service uh, website remembering uh the april fool storm of 1997 oh yeah the listeners will remember this i was in boston harbor um running on the boat and we actually got interviewed you guys are still running and um that was a crazy storm real wet heavy snow it was brutal 97 april fools and phil got it wrong well i mean i guess he was fooled too Hey, have a great morning and a great day. You as well. Take care. I I remember that storm. I remember digging out, and uh, I forget how much we got in, in East Wareham where I was living at the time, but I remember digging out, and at the time, I was driving a Trans Am. Not a great car in the snow. But I'm out there digging out my Trans Am, and I was like, okay, now I can leave. And my dad looks at me and goes, because I was still still living with my parents. I was in college, and he looks at me and he goes, "You're not going anywhere in that car." And I said, "Well, you can't stop me. Nineteen years old, you can't stop me." And he goes, "No, no, no. Like you're literally not going anywhere in that car. If you try to drive it on the roads, you're just going to spin your wheels." So, not the best car. I still want another one so badly. I I I will buy another one before I die. I am sure. Another F body type. Pontiac Trans Am. I've had two, but I'd love to have another one. Just I just can't afford the prices of the ones that are left. The last one I bought, I bought out of an ad in the newspaper in the Standard Times in New Bedford for 300 bucks. Drove it for a couple of years. Never put any money into it. Sold it for 400 bucks. Can't get cars for 300 bucks anymore. Can't get cars. You can barely get cars for $3,000 anymore. Anyway, uh, let's go into the newsroom on the other side. If you want to call in, 508-996-0500. But let's get all the headlines of the day right now with Phil Devitt. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Country music superstar Toby Keith has died. Michael Kastner reports. The 62-year-old died peacefully in his sleep last night, according to a message on his social media platforms. Born in Oklahoma in 1961, the singer was diagnosed with stomach cancer not too long ago and had been undergoing chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery. Keith is survived by his wife, Tricia Lucas, and their three children, including singer Crystal Keith. Keith sold more than 40 million records over the course of his career. Long before his diagnosis, Keith had set up a foundation to help children battling cancer. I'm Michael Kastner. 
A House vote on impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas could come as early as today. On Monday, the Republican-led House Rules Committee voted 8-4 to send the measure to the full House for a vote. Committee Chairman Tom Cole of Oklahoma accused Mayorkas of refusing to uphold his oath of office by failing to enforce immigration laws. U.S. airstrikes on Iranian-backed militias in Iraq and Syria likely resulted in casualties. The number of casualties is still being assessed. That's what Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Bider told reporters. He said, however, that Central Command is continuing its assessment of Friday's strike against more than 80 targets. U.S. forces are targeting the Iranian-backed groups responsible for the attack in Jordan that left three American soldiers dead and dozens wounded. Top administration officials say this is just the beginning of the retaliation against the groups. Nikki Haley is getting a big boost from donors to keep her long-shot presidential bid alive. Haley's campaign hauled in $16.5 million in January, including nearly $12 million from grassroots supporters. The campaign also added more than 69,000 new donors last month. The former U.N. ambassador has vowed to stay in the race to clinch the Republican presidential nomination from Donald Trump. The Maui Police Department has released the first probe into the wildfires that broke out on the island in Hawaii in August. The fires that destroyed the historic historic Lahaina district of the island were responsible for the deaths of 100 people and the burning of over 6,600 acres. The report found that emergency dispatch was overwhelmed by call volume with wind and flames leaving Lahaina without cell or Wi-Fi capacity. It went on to also find that officers needed the training and tools to respond, recommending police vehicles now be equipped with a breaching kit to clear routes. King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. NBC's Molly Hunter has more from London. After his recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, he was uh, discharged last week for that. A separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified this as a form of cancer. Buckingham Palace not revealing the type of cancer or the prognosis, but did say the king started regular treatments on Monday. The 75-year-old had the benign prostate procedure over a week ago, but it's not believed to be related to this announcement. The palace adds he'll pause his public events for now, but will remain head of state. Authorities in Las Vegas are stepping up security and spreading the word before the Super Bowl this weekend. Human beings are not for sale. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department Sheriff Kevin McMahill says Las Vegas is at the top of the list when it comes to human trafficking. The department is teaming up with the nonprofit group Rise to get victims help. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins home to play the Calgary Flames tonight at 7 and the Boston Celtics play the Atlanta Hawks at home Wednesday night. Now let's check your forecast with ABC6. Great skies this morning. Don't be surprised if you see a flurry or two across the area. Temperatures this morning in the low 30s. This afternoon cloudy. Upper 30s quite seasonable. Temperatures clouds will continue overnight tonight. Temperatures dip to around 30 above average. 22 is the normal low. As we head into Wednesday mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures moderating to around 40. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full 7 day forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM. And get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
And welcome back in 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app as App Allen Somerset did. Thank you for the well wishes, sir. Great to hear from you again. And, uh, and if you ever want to send a message, you don't have to wait for the show to be on the air. You can send it to me uh, at any time by just you select what show you want to send the app chat message to. It's default to send it to whoever's on the air at the time, but you can adjust that and change that. So if you think of something at 7.30 tonight and you want to send it to me, you can do that. And of course, you can always email me too at any time, tim at wbsm.com. So one of the things that we like to talk about here on the show is music. And I play music and we talk about it and I try to give you little bits of tidbits and information because I'm really just a frustrated rock music DJ posing as a talk show host. Um, and I say that not as somebody who did that for a living and then moved over to talk as, as many talk radio hosts do. But I, I've I never had another job in radio, never got to be a, a rock DJ. So you get to suffer through me living out that dream in little bits and pieces around the talk. But uh, music is a big part of my life, and I'm sure it's a big part of a lot of your lives. And as, as such, I've been working with Jackson over at Fun 107 and some of the other folks here to start building up a big stash of concert tickets for shows that are happening throughout 2024. Big shows. Little shows too, but also some of the big shows that are happening. And so we'll be giving out tickets for those shows all year long. How can you win them? Well, the best way to try to win is to make sure you download the WBSM app. But there's, again, some very big shows coming around that we will have tickets to. And I love every time that we give away tickets seeing more and more and more people enter to win. Because as I always say, to me, that's what radio is about. It's about giving stuff away. I remember listening to the radio as a kid, trying to call up and win everything. And it wasn't just to get stuff. I loved hearing my voice on the air. Even though I hated the sound of my voice, I just liked, like, I was just on the radio. Oh, yeah, I also got this. But, yeah, I was just on the radio. But I used to call every state. I would call, when I lived on the Cape, when I was in middle school, I would call Cape 104 all the time, which was top 40. And then I would make my parents drive me down Suicide Alley to Yarmouth to where their studios were. So I could pick up my Nelson after the rain cassette or whatever other silly thing I had won. That was because I got to be on the top nine at nine. This is Tim and Sandwich and the number four song is Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams on the top nine at nine on Cape Porto 4. With the time that I won Tori Amos tickets and Backstage passes by singing the Welcome Back Carter theme on WBRU. I wish I had the audio of that. I'm sure, I know I was very flat when I sang it, but hey, still won. That's, to me, that's what's fun about radio is being able to give stuff away. So we've got lots of concert tickets that we're going to be giving away 
throughout the course of the year. As we get closer to the spring and summer, tons of tickets. Right now, though, I'd like to hear from you. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead you? That, uh, that goes out to Mallory, who messaged in that I should actually sing that, but I'm not, I'm not going to sing it. But you thought I was for a second there. Uh, that's from the full version of that song. Remember those days when some TV themes would actually get like a full three-minute song if I remember right was that the first time that a established artist did a TV theme song John Sebastian doing Welcome Back Carter theme maybe now it's more commonplace but there was um, there was a time though when TV theme songs would get released as singles and so you have these longer versions of them. There's that one, uh, Joey Scarberry's, uh, believe it or not, theme song to The Greatest American Hero. But you might not know this, there's a, a long version of the Cheers theme song by Gary Portnoy. I think he also did a longer version of the Punky Brewster theme too. I used to have 45s of some of those. I was a big TV kid growing up, so I knew all the TV themes. One of my favorite CDs I had in the early days of having CDs was Television's Greatest Hits. Just listening to all those old theme songs. But nowadays, it's not uncommon at all. I mean, TV shows don't even have theme songs anymore. They have a quick title card, and that's it. Or a couple of seconds of music, and that's it. You don't get those, you know, minute and a half openings anymore where they show every actor and actress and you just don't, you don't get that. It's, it's rare. But TV themes used to be the thing. I was watching uh, the TV, the uh, intro theme to a show called Davis Rules from the 90s. Randy Quaid and Jonathan Winters I had one of the best TV theme songs. It was by Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo. You know, just some of that old stuff. And we talked about Billy Joel earlier. One of my favorite trivia questions to ask people was what NBC show used a Billy Joel song as the theme song? Or maybe, I think it was, what, what theme song did Billy Joel perform? I might uh, phrase the question as. And people would always say, Booze and Buddies, right? But that was ABC. And that wasn't Billy Joel singing the song. It was a Billy Joel song, but it wasn't him singing the song. There was a show on NBC. And I can't remember. I can't remember if it was the Tortellis. I can't remember the name of it right now. 
But there was a show on NBC that actually used Billy Joel's version of Why Should I Worry, which was the song he sang in the movie Oliver and Company, the Disney movie, where he was the artful dodger. I'll have to look it up. But it was always a question I could get everybody on. My, my dad used to come home from work and he would ask me the trivia questions that he heard on the radio that day. And I always told him he should call in and suggest that as a trivia question, but I don't think he ever did. But because of that, I never forgot the name of Professor Marvel's horse in The Wizard of Oz. There's a storm brewing, Sylvester, a whopper. Those were the days, man. And by the way, Those Were the Days was also a great TV theme song. But we don't get that anymore. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Yourself. All right. What's on your mind? I need to picture back. I'm calling with a suggestion relative to so how we can perhaps spice up the um, celebration. Mm-hmm. Involving Punxsutawney Tony Phil, and that would be to, depending on his reckon, take take recipes that are submitted by by your listeners for the toasting or roasting of Phil. Should he lose again? <laughs> so, Phil Phil recipes ways to cook up the groundhog. Wait, 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 wait up to groundhog, yeah. Yeah. And if, if, if he doesn't get into perennial vegetables and, and fruits, then then he would be exempt, or he would get a a, a waiver of the of the uh, expected expected um, cooking. Sound well. I like the idea. Thank you for the call. Sure. Well, Have a great day. Take care. Bye. And uh, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. Why don't I take my final break of the morning right now, and then we can finish it off with you. song I was talking about. Turns out I was wrong. He didn't actually sing the theme song. It was done, redone, just like they did for the Booze and Buddy show. Somebody else redid it. But the name of the show was called The Finelli Boys. I don't know why I thought I was going to remember the name of the show. But the uh, it, it had a pretty good cast. Joe Pantoliano, Joey Pants, later went on to fame and the, on The Sopranos, but you know we've known him since The Goonies. And uh, also on that show, Christopher Maloney. Later, the star of Law and Order. So, yeah, let's take a call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. I know. I'm sorry. Real quick. There's a um, Mexican restaurant going in on State Road in Dartmouth, the old Papa Gino's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name? I forgot the name. I don't know the name of it, but uh, we. I know somebody was working on a story about Aliente, it here. No. I think so, yeah. Something like, something like that. All right. Hey, drive slow. All right. Thank you so much. Don't you have a great asleep. day. <laughs> nah, no, I should fine. make it home at least. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bye-bye.
See ya. Then once I get home, I'm going to face plant onto the bed and sleep for a couple of hours before I get up and do some more work. Uh, but that'll, hey, just got to take it slow. Got to do what I can when I can and not try to push it. Uh, speaking of pushing it, it's a salt and pepper, salt and pepper reference because salt is all over this uh, that documentary I was telling you about on um, Peacock on Run DMC. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It was really, really good, and really getting into why they stopped being popular and the things that they faced because they exploded onto the scene and then kind of just disappeared. And it took a long time for them to start to get the recognition they deserve. So check that out. If you're looking at, I think there's like three episodes or something, 45 minutes each, but it was uh, very well done. And you forget just how deep that Run DMC catalog was. A lot of people never heard of them until they did that collaboration with Aerosmith, but they had three albums before that with songs. When you hear them, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. So anyway, something to check out if you're looking for something to watch. I'll be back tomorrow. And we'll talk more with you then. Of course, Chris is going to talk with you more coming up on South Coast Now. And uh, you can call in and speak with him at 508-996-0500. After that, we'll have Bill O'Reilly. And after that, Barry Richard. So plenty of opportunities for you to get here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.